Well, hello there and welcome to another episode with a guest on today's podcast. I am delighted to be able to welcome Charlie Holt to the conversation. She is a wonderful person who has an exceptional gift to make people feel welcomed and part of a community from the moment you meet her. And I'm sure you'll understand why I was so keen to get her on the podcast. Uh, There's the odd cough and a little bit of croakiness going on. My... uh, a bit full of cold if I'm honest so um, forgive the croaky voice as we go along but it'll be worth listening to just to hear from Charlie enjoy the conversation hello hello and welcome to from inside the hive with me Jane Galloway from quiet the hive I am delighted to welcome my guest today, not least because I'm slowly persuading her to become a new friend. It's always so nice when you make new friends as a grown-up, but also because she runs the most incredible space that I have happened upon in Godalming um, as a creative co-working space, which is so incredibly welcoming. And um, so I persuaded her to come along and have a chat with us today. So without further ado, Charlotte Holt, co-founder of Well and Good, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you very much. It's lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. Like to have you. Tell us a little bit about you, who you are and what brings you joy. So um, I am uh, Charlotte or Charlie, as most people have uh, known me by in more recent years. Um, And I live in Godalming. I've lived here for about uh, six years now. Um, Like probably about 90% of the people I come across, we moved from London. Um, You know, made that that big journey down the A3 um, (laughs) to set up life in Godalming. Um, I've since had two children. I've got two young girls who are six and nearly four who are... uh, the joy of my life, also the the bane of my life. Uh, <laughs> okay, so children, exactly. Um, and yeah, so I my background is um, is actually media. So I worked for Sky TV, Channel Four, Channel Five, um, in sort of partnerships. Uh, so I would get sponsors and partners for TV shows. Um, mm. So not really very similar to what I'm doing now, but you know, it's definitely <laughs> you know some some transferable skills. Um, I had a brief stint in the charity sector. Uh, so I worked for Cancer Research UK and what was previously a breakthrough breast cancer uh, in the corporate partnerships team. Um, so yeah, so my background is really in that sort of partnership field. Um, I then, I feel like this is a bit of a, this is your lifetime moment, isn't it? Um, I hand you the red book. At the yeah. Um, when I moved to Godalming, I had my uh, first daughter and then I, decided to do my yoga teacher training um, when I just had her, uh, which kind of was a, it wasn't necessarily to become a yoga teacher at the time, but sort of more of a, something to add to the, add to my life, I guess, uh, with a view to perhaps doing it later down the line. Um, So that was great, Uh, loved that experience, but then went back to work in London. Um, Then when I had my second uh, daughter, I decided I wanted a bit of a change, so, I'd met Anna, the co-founder, my fellow yeah. co-founder by that time. Uh, we met actually at a, a postnatal yoga class when our first uh-huh. boys were about four months old. We'll and we talk more about that in a minute. Yeah, and we uh, we quickly became friends and sort of hung out. Uh, and it quickly became apparent that we'd both had sort of a similar idea of what we would like to create, um, which was a, a studio sort of 
in in Godalming we really liked we both were living sort of locally uh so yeah uh, that's kind of how it came about uh how well and good came about um but yeah I guess we'll We'll talk a bit more about that. Um, well, while we're on it, tell us tell us more about Well and Good then. What do you, because it's it's a beautiful hybrid of a couple of things, mm. which, which most people might think of being separate, but actually yes. they mesh together so perfectly in terms of working, but looking after yourself while you're working. Yes. Well, we think so. We think it's a good idea. <laughs> I, I agree. I and it seems like lots of people do as well, which is great. Mm. So we actually uh, set up originally um, in a different premises to the one we're in now. So we were further up Godalming High Street um, and we were initially primarily a fitness studio. So we do yoga, Pilates, bar. Um, they're the main three, three things we do. And then we had a little shop at the front where we were selling um, lots of lovely local products um we were open for about 10 11 months before covid happened mm. and lockdown hit so which was a bit of a shocker so it's been a bit of a roller coaster since then um it, we had just started sort of really gaining traction you know getting a really lovely community of regulars who were coming so it was it was fortunate and unfortunate timing for, for different reasons so we'd taken on the premises just on a year's lease um initially um because they were going to redo the redo the building so we knew we had to find a different premises anyway um so and this is sort of oh, my memories are quite vague around this time I was pregnant with my second child um, I have no memory at all about anything ever so don't worry about it <laughs> me neither it's it's quite terrifying but also quite liberating I found True. Um, so then we found another premises further where we are now um and there was a room at the back which we thought would be perfect for, for a studio. And we had this big, big other space. Um, and we thought, well, what could we do with that? And actually it was Anna's idea to, she said, what about, what about co-working? Um, and this was at the time when, you know, people were, you know, working from home on their own all the time. Um, and we thought, well, when this is sort of all over, <laughs> hoping that it would be <laughs> at some point, you know, people are going to be craving, you know, just, a bit of company and somewhere that isn't the same four walls, somewhere that they can come, that isn't home, they can get away from distractions, get away from the family if they need to, um, and actually get their head down and work whilst also feeling part of a community. Uh, And the whole idea really was that, you know, you can do a bit of both, you can do a bit of work, you can then go and do a yoga class at lunchtime. Um, So really trying to marry those, those two sides of life and actually you know, our lives are so, so different to what they were just a few years ago, I think. And that sort of, those boundaries between work and home life are really blurred. So in one way, it's lovely for people to to just make that distinction between home and, and work. So they can have that mini commute, you know, lots of people live within walking distance, but even just having that, you know, five, 10 minute walk here, um, I think is really good for, for headspace. But then when you're here, you know, doing a bit of work and doing something that's good for your mental and physical health um, is yeah is hopefully a good thing um and since then we've we've added to that a lot with um so we now we hire the space up for parties and workshops and all sorts of things um, we've had a lot of kids parties here which is always always very interesting uh we can actually fit a bouncy castle in the studio so uh, wow, that's impressive <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's it's a, a really great versatile space uh but we also have started running uh, lots of events and workshops we have our alcohol license so <laughs> a lot of people will know me as someone who will always put together basically yoga plus so yoga plus 
wine basically or yoga plus brunch and food I don't and... see a problem with that I see that as a good yoga. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so and again it's all about that sort of marrying you know different sides hopefully okay. have a a really great experience um both physically and mentally it's just brilliant it's that holistic so, yeah that's uh that's kind of what modern good is yeah exactly and uh we weren't really sure how it was going to go um because uh you know neither of us had ever run a co-working space before but mm. um but yeah it it went well and you know people i think were just craving that distinction from being at home and it when the world opened up again um we had lots of people coming down so so yeah we're really proud of of what we've created i think you should be for sure thank you <laughs> so how does that how does that link in with what so i, I guess i i asked you and then we kind of veered off but mm. what brings you joy how does how does that <laughs> so is, is it for you is it something about being able to attend to your professional self and your health and well-being and you've mentioned your girls in there as well yeah live and what are the things that bring you joy so strangely enough it's it's being around other people like had you asked me but everyone used to laugh at me it was my stock phrase answer as a kid like what do you want to be when you grow up I was like I don't know I just don't want to sort of be sitting in a room on my own doing it I was yeah. like such an introvert um and weirdly I've ended up being you know surrounded by people all the time and I absolutely love it um so yeah obviously so bringing people together you know seeing that sense of community building you know it's it's hugely joyful mm. um you know being you know obviously being with friends family my kids brings me a huge amount of joy equally being away from them brings me a huge amount of joy and I, yeah. I, <laughs> and I see that a lot of people here especially it's interesting I see in the the summer holidays a lot we get a lot more women here with kids um and you see that sort of sense of relief as they come in they sort of get themselves a cup of tea settle down and just having that headspace and somewhere nice to sit amongst you know like-minded people um knowing that you know they can have that calm quiet time to themselves where they can you know do their work get on with a bit of life admin um Absolutely. yeah and having that space so so yeah seeing people enjoy this space brings me yeah a, a lot of joy um so cool I think the, the other plus point for me when I've been mm. there so um you know I've been to one of your incredible coffee and connection um events mm. which is amazing where you you have kind of an hour or so of someone talking to you about things and we had um Claire with the camera uh, yes her. lovely Claire she was brilliant she was really good talking all about photography and how to get the best shots for your brand and things like that yeah and, and so there was there was that lovely opportunity to learn the opportunity to connect and then a space you could go out into and work where mm. there was a pile of ironing staring at you <laughs> or, exactly. you know, a, a shopping list that needed attending mm. to, whatever it might be. It's that getting out of your home space and into yeah. a space which is purely just, like you said, to give you headspace. I think mm. it's such a great place to come when you've got, either got something you need to do, um, a piece of work or or some thinking you need to do as well. Yeah, it's yeah definitely. Yeah, and I think um, it's really... I've seen people um, people come here for different reasons, I think. Um, and it's been really interesting to see that um, over the last two years that we've been here. Some people love to come in and just get their head down. Mm. They don't necessarily engage very much, but there's obviously something that's bringing them here yeah. that they can't get from, from home. Um, but I think they like, I don't know, being around people, even if they're not necessarily interacting. Then we get others who, you know, come in because they love a chat. <laughs> and yeah. I'm, I'm always up for a chat so it's a really <laughs> nice mix of I think people feel comfortable 
doing either um and we wanted to make it a space that was that made people feel very comfortable very welcomed um and yeah it's lovely when I see people start to connect so even just in the co-working space you know I've seen people you know start swapping skills and introducing people to other connections and and that's lovely and that's really I, I sit there and think it's working um but yeah the coffee and connections in particular um yeah they're fantastic I'm yeah, it's it's an amazing community. And I think, um, I just think it's really needed. You know, I meet so many women here and that's kind of what inspired it in the first place. So many brilliant women who, a lot of them setting up their own businesses, often for the first time, um, a lot of freelancers who just want to have the opportunity to be in a room with other women to share skills, to again, have that sort of hybrid work-life thing. You know, we have a chat about, work we have a chat about what's going on family life kids and you know nothing's off the table and then you have like a really brilliant speaker who gives some really practical advice and tips and tricks on all different areas so each month we, we have a different speaker so we've had all sorts so lovely claire doing about photography um we've had uh, social media experts we've had an accountant which i was slightly concerned people would be like oh an accountant really but that was one of the most popular sessions yeah. it was incredible yeah <laughs> and i think she is so lovely, uh, this accountant that I've met and made it, you know, she really broke things down. And and I think that's, you know, it's one of those stumbling blocks. I think when you, I certainly could have used her when we were first setting up because you don't really know what you don't know. Um, and she was so personable. I think she got so much business off the back of it because people were like, I love you, you can help me. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's been really good for the people doing the speaking um, because, you know, they have a really captive, great audience of their demographic that they're, um, looking to reach and obviously it's great for the people coming because they get the, these incredible insights um, and loads of coffee you know coffee and That's croissants good, <laughs> excuse me coughing my cold your brunches are of course legendary I mean they are oh. pretty impressive aren't they there's a whole ray of everything <laughs> I do take pride in uh, in my spread you know in the uh, in the Absolutely. food given no one wants you know, a, all, you know all good a... <laughs> but it is so nice to be in a room with real people which I know sounds silly but mm. I missed that during lockdown I could have happily become a hermit for the rest of ever yeah. yeah every so often I want to put my head up and meet someone and of course just a couple of episodes ago um about four episodes ago on the podcast mm. we had Shelley talking and she wonderful was wonderful Shelley. oh she's so good isn't she and she's so like it's just those accidental conversations mm. you know? that leave you feeling energized, refreshed. You might take away something that you hadn't thought about before. Yeah. It may just be that you have a conversation about life in general. And that's why yeah. there is something about that connection that is so deeply important. Mm. Do you see, so in that space, you and this is what, um, I find this quite interesting because mm. I, I work primarily with women, yeah, with men as well, but it tends to be women who um, find me. And that is where I like to be in the space of, but I do work with men as well. Yeah, I know in the co co-working space there are men there. I guess absolutely the <laughs> yoga and the Pilates and things. Yeah, but it feels like quite a feminine energy in the space. How does that work? Have you intentionally designed that? Is that something that you and Anna talked about, or is it just kind of evolved in that way? That's really interesting. You should say that actually, because we so when we had uh, well a good one point should we call it? So when we were um, in our old premises a lot of people used to call it the mum and baby space it and it would never intend it was not intentionally mm. that at all but 
I think because we did a lot of pre and postnatal yoga, Pilates, Anna and I are both trained hypnobirthing teachers as well. So we taught hypnobirthing, um, which is something I, I absolutely love. Um, but just with running the business, that's something that I haven't been able to do for a while. Um, but we're getting someone else in to do that. And I think naturally, probably because of the life stage we were in, we both had very young kids. You know, she had a newborn and a and a two-year-old. I had a two-year-old and a, I was six months pregnant when we first started. So I think because that was probably our life stage, it that naturally kind of happened. When we moved to here, obviously with work, opening up the co-working space, we knew that we had to change things up a bit because it was going to be for, for men and women. So we rebranded and made the, the brand a lot more gender neutral, I guess. And that's something that we've tried to maintain. Um, I think naturally, though, though perhaps that, that female energy probably just comes from me being here all the time and thinking about things like, well, what do I like to do? And that's always been the thing. It's like, well, what do we like? We like yoga, we like wine, we like, <laughs> and just sort of incorporating all those things. So it's been, um, it's happened quite organically, I think. But ha having said that, I know um, I keep meaning to put on a, a networking event for for everyone. And it's, I, I do have a couple of men in, who've come in here, they're like, well, what about us? I'm like, all right, you know, you've had your time, you know, I think, you know, <laughs> give us this. Um, but yes, it's, it's certainly not necessarily intentional. I think it's just a natural organic way it's, it's gone because, you know, it is so us, it is so me because I'm here running it day to day. Um, but yeah, we have lots of men in the co-working space. And yeah, I think maybe it's time that I, I set up a, a little event for them. Shall we say. It would be interesting <laughs> to know what they fancy. Did you get a lot of men at the um, power ballad yoga that you put not on? One, not one, not <laughs> one. I just thought that was amazing. So I love, I, I have to say, I'm a huge follower of yours um, on Instagram as well. Oh, I love you. seeing what's coming up. And yeah. um, for anyone listening, I'm going to make sure that I put all the links in the show notes. But, you know, the, you do these incredible postnatal yoga events that we were talking mm. about, the postnatal yoga brunch. You do power ballad yoga, which I think Absolutely. is just, oh, bliss. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to coming to one of those. You've got quiz nights, you've got socials, and you've got the coffee and connects. It really yeah. is well-rounded and you've used the word community more than once and that's what it mm. like. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it, it's, I'm, I'm pleased you, you think it's well-rounded. Like I, I try to, but again, because it's sort of just me running it day to day, it's sometimes slightly sort of fly by the seat of my pants. Um, thinking, <laughs> What's Aren't good, you know? Yeah. And people will suggest things. I'm like, it's a great idea. Let's put that on. And the, and the difficulty I have sometimes is that we have, you know, we have a lot of things on and it's just be able to promote all of them without being like and another thing and another yeah. thing and come to this and come to that um but yeah we, we're getting there I think and it's uh the events are great and I love doing them and again that is really sort of at the heart of the community and you know we might get you know 10 or so normally women shall we say um doing the class then coming and having a drink and it's and it's that that time for people to to really connect outside of their sort of normal day-to-day -day life I guess um and I think having the activity of yoga is a lovely way to start. And then people, you know, think, great, well, I've uh, my glass of wine and that's all good. Mm -hmm. And I think because often at the end of a yoga class, people want to chat, but they don't have time. And yeah. I think we have, you have that feedback quite a lot. And so I thought, well, let's make time. And we've got this amazing space sitting here. So why not make an evening of it? So yeah, they've been been really popular. And yeah, our quiz nights as well are great. My, my poor husband here, he gets roped into a lot of things. So he's our <laughs> quiz master. Um <laughs> Yes. So we get have those about once a month. Um, and they're always really good fun. And we we get pizza in. We people can order pizza here and 
I, this is where I turn into a complete jack of all trades. I turn into pizza delivery woman. I have to go over and you'll often see me walking down the high street with sort of 16 pizzas under my arm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's quite mad at times, but that's, you know, that's what it is running a business. You're the, you know, the head of finance and the the cleaner and the pizza delivery woman and, you know, marketing director and everything else in between. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way, but, but, you know, talking talking of Shelley, so I'm going to be working with her more going forward. So she's been an absolute godsend, really. She really helped me sort of just organise my brain a little bit. You know, I think her her line is, you know, she helped you untangle your brain. I'm like, that's exactly what she did. Um, so yeah, we're going to be working together a bit more going forwards, which is which I'm really excited about because she just has a way about her that makes makes everything seem sort of a bit calmer and a bit bit possible when I'm getting a bit like. I've got so much to do and yeah. she's like, it's okay. It's all okay. She's like um, that calm, steady pair of hands, I can imagine. Yeah. Just oh, exactly. I basically said to her, I, I would like you just to sit next to me all the time, yes. all the time, please. <laughs> and when I start panicking, just put your hand on my elbow or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so there's, there's, there's a lot going on, um, which is good. And yeah, we've got lots more plans for the future. So, so exciting. Yes. So are you, do you ever have any... So I'm I'm really interested in this kind of um, people becoming entrepreneurs, running their own businesses. Mm. And, and we know that if women were supported to do this well, you know, the amount of money that's added into the economy by mm. who run small businesses is huge. Um, we also know that actually keeping women in the workforce is really difficult because of um, childcare costs. And yeah. No matter how enlightened we are becoming as a society, it is still women that take on the burden of caring responsibility, whether that yeah. is being a parent, whatever it might be. Yeah. And absolutely. needing to juggle that and work. Mm. Do you find that that running well and good is is a way that you can combine things in a way that works for you? Yes and no. Um I'd say for the it's been well we've been going sort of what four just over four years now and in that time you know it's it's evolved beyond recognition so sort of how it's run my life you know the life stage that that we're at um and I think for me it's it's great because it's local you know my kids school and nursery is literally opposite or down the road so logistically that makes things easier but obviously, like like anyone running their own business, it's you never really switch off. So, you know, there have been times when I have been, you know, with my kids, but on my phone constantly because I'm trying to sort things out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my my husband, um, he works away quite a lot. He works in London. So, you know, it is that typical thing of like if we get the call that someone's sick, I generally have to go. Yeah. Um, but I'm lucky in a way that because I have a physical space, you know, <laughs> my kids have been you know here on the sofa a few times you know on an ipad when i've had to be here and i guess the difference for me is that because it is a physical space i i have to be here um which which has been quite difficult over time over sort of the last couple of years because it's working for yourself you think you have that flexibility but actually when you have to be in a physical space that flexibility is sort of taken away yeah. um however again as things have evolved i've realized I can get help. And that was one thing I wasn't very good at before. So I've now got some brilliant women who have all been to Coffee and Connections. And that's actually how I, I asked them. I said, look, in exchange for co-working here as much as you want, can yeah. you cover for me occasionally? Yeah. And that has been an absolute game changer. 
Um, so now I have this group of women who I trust implicitly, who are amazing, who uh, yeah cover me, cover for me when I need to, so I can actually, you know, go out and go to a doctor's appointment or go and do yeah. whatever it needs to Deal be with life, as it were. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's it's that's been quite a big thing for me to sort of asking other people for help because you know I think you know a lot of women have that it's like I can do it all it's fine I'll I'll make it work and like I say yes to everything before I've actually realized that maybe I won't be able to do that um so yeah that's and again that's just another brilliant example of the community that that you know we've built here um which is really lovely it must make you feel yes. proud to think, you know, that's the community you've built. That's the sort of people you've attracted into that space. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't often really sort of stop to think about that, really. Um, but but yes. Yeah. Um, you're right. Um, yeah, it is. It's lovely. It's really nice. Um, sorry, I feel like I'm going off on tangents all over the place. No, no not at all. Yeah. This, is, this is the joy of having a podcast. <laughs> I can just decide where we go. We just do this. Brilliant. We can do it with it. It's all good. <laughs> Um, so the the thing about asking for help, um, that's really interesting because I think that generally, people generally, but particularly women, are not mm. very good at asking for help. I think yeah. because we have been sold this lie of we can have it all and we can do it all and we must do it all and mm. let's do it all on our own. And actually, that's never going to be the case. But I find that quite often what stops people asking for help is that a that sense you've got to be able to do it on your own but mm. b almost like a sense of guilt like I don't want to be a burden to others oh. I don't want to place my problems on that everyone's problems are bigger than mine so I shouldn't be doing this totally. how did you get beyond that sort of feeling to get to a point where you were able to ask for help I think it was just pure necessity I realized I couldn't actually go on the way it was and I think you know I'd be very much if it was a work thing, I'd, I'd say yes, or I'd say I had to be there. And then often it was to the detriment of my family. Um, I'd say, I'd go back and be like, sorry, I've got to do this. We'll have to make it work. And that might have meant, you know, us cancelling. Um, sorry, <laughs> my husband's just calling me right now. That's okay, there knows. you go. <laughs> yeah. Not a problem. Um, yeah, and I, I would have to, yeah, say say to him, sorry, this weekend I'm working I'm, and... It, I guess I was sort of putting work first, which I think you kind of have to when you're starting a yeah. new business. But yeah, it got to the stage where I was like, you know, enough's enough. And I realized that people actually want to help. I was like, actually, I've got something I can offer in return. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was a gradual process and I'm still not great at it, but, um, but getting you're there. But yeah, I think exactly doing it. But yeah, the whole, you know, guilt thing is, huge I'm not sure you ever get rid of it I've, I've I'm learning to kind of quieten it down a little um yeah, yeah. so yeah, you know balance. I've just been looking at the uh summer holidays looming before me and uh doing that that little juggle trying to put all the pieces into into place where everyone's got to be for for six weeks so that's the the current the current fun juggle <laughs> that's, always, that's always a fun one isn't it oh my goodness <laughs> Having that ability to skill swap is really good though, isn't mm. it? That makes it feel less of, almost like less of a burden. Yeah. This thing for me, here's something great I can do for you. And how does that yeah. feel? I think that that's a, a really key tool that other people could leverage when they're thinking about Yeah, that. absolutely. And I think I felt so much more comfortable asking because I knew that it would be a value to them. And also, you know, I will, they all have their own, 
sort of businesses within their own right. So I I help them promote that, and we talk about our businesses, and it's it's lovely and it's really nice. Like, and that's what I've seen time and time again at Coffee and Connection. People just you know everyone swaps details straight away. Um, we're putting together a directory actually um, of all the women who come, so we can see everyone in one place. So you think, ah, oh, I need someone to help with social media. I know this person comes really recommended or I saw them just do a talk um so yeah I think the whole skill swap thing is is it's huge and it and I think it comes quite naturally to to women as well sort of wanting to help out and you see people feel good you know people love to be able to you know recommend people or help out where they can so I think it's just not being afraid of actually asking as well absolutely and there's something about not devaluing yourself around that either so yeah I think quite often one of the struggles we have as women in business sometimes is that we feel we need to we feel almost slightly embarrassed that people would pay for our services so totally. we need to give stuff away or whatever. yes yeah. massive and discounts yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly it's like never discount never discount oh, for extra value, never discount but it's it's so hard isn't it because you want to help people and you know the things you are doing will help people mm. as well so it, it how do you kind of strike that balance is a really interesting thing so actually knowing what you value knowing what other people value mm. and letting them ascribe that va- value is is a really interesting way around doing it I think yeah it is and I think just sort of like pricing in general is a really interesting thing um Gosh, you yes. know I think it, it's really commonly known that you know women often just completely undervalue themselves um and you know when we're putting pricing on things it's I guess we have because we have a sort of I suppose it's it's not a service-based business, but it's not product. It's kind of somewhere yeah. in between. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there are other spaces doing similar things. So, you know, at least we have some kind of benchmark as to, to pricing, but it's still, you know, it's so hard not to err on the, the lower side. Yeah, exactly. Because you worry and, you know, you don't want people just to... And it's a, this is a huge other thing, isn't it? You know, that people think of you all the time. And I think because I am very much well and good, it's, it's kind of a personal thing. Um, and, you know, it's that that classic people pleaser of, you know, wanting to, you know, please everyone and be liked. I'm like, I've got to separate like myself from my business and, and pricing and policies and all these things. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a constant work in progress. Yes, I, I can reflect with that. Definitely. The best yeah. trick I was ever taught was by um, a friend of mine who I've also been uh, co-conspirator uh, with I guess we've run weekends and, and mm. things together and one of the best things she taught me and one of the tricks she teaches the women who come on the awesome women's retreat is that it's not me setting the prices it's the board so she writes her prices on a board so that when she has a conversation or she has to write a proposal it's not her setting the prices the board says that's what they are so she can't negotiate <laughs> it's just that's what it is and that's what oh it is. my goodness honestly it's it's a game changer because there is that how do you because you are your business when you're running yeah. Around, you become your business especially when it is a service and, and yours is really you're not buying a product are you you're no, buying a service. No. so it, it is your it's you that they are ascribing to so mm. it becomes really hard to not have a personal investment in it and you want it to be brilliant you want it to be accessible and you want people to feel that they're going away having got something of incredible value mm. what they've invested in it yeah a really fine line I think it is yeah and I think especially because we've got the sort of two well sort of three main sides of the business you know the and they 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 can run quite quite differently obviously so we've got a, a fitness studio which in itself um that's actually the the core part of the business and that was sort of where we you know what we originally had and that 
that's I'd say the the main bit certainly financially um and so that sort of has its own you know little ecosystem then we have the co-working space and it's um and then hiring out the space as well which is uh, something we want to do more um more of because we've got this beautiful space here and we've seen so many people enjoy it so we've had 40th and 50th birthday parties so we had a dj in here it was, yeah there's there's lots of things that it can be useful which is great but having those sort of it's great having multiple revenue streams um but sort of they are managed quite differently and sort of having to manage each one of those is um yeah it's all been a, a huge learning curve for me because obviously it, it wasn't my background so yeah it's been um a wild ride shall we say absolutely. <laughs> and you talked about when you run your own business you have to become your own IT guru your own social media manager mm. sort of chief operating officer your own cleaner your own, your own <laughs> person or whatever it might be I mean what what are some of the lessons you've learned along the way um I think that asking for help is a is a huge one um yes I was I'm I've always been quite bad at that and uh and I think that, you know, it's okay. No one cares. I, I think that's another thing. It's like, no one really cares. Everyone is so concerned with what they're doing. Like the amount of time you spend worrying about the tiniest little things, you know, um, is mad. So it's it's hard not to worry. It's obviously, especially when it's, you know, it is it's your baby really. And it's it's everything you're doing. You want to make it the most successful thing possible. But yeah, not not sweating the small stuff, which... I think in the early days, I, I definitely did. And I took it so personally. I think that's it as well. Like, as we were talking about, you know, that it is you, but it's also not you. It is it is the business. So not taking everything personally, you know. And that thing of, I said, 99% of the feedback I get is so positive and so lovely. There's always going to be people who, you know, have some... You're not going to uh, be everyone's cup of tea all the time. Exactly. Have some, you know, constructive criticism. And it's never <laughs> even that bad, but, you know, it's just not, <laughs> to, take, not to take things so personally. Um, I just sort of, yeah, just don't worry about it so much and just chill out a bit. <laughs> it's really exhausting that. otherwise. Um, because, and I think just keeping it as it is work, but because it is also such a big part of my life, it's, is knowing where those boundaries lie. Um, and actually we had a really good session on setting boundaries at our last yeah. coffee and connection. <laughs> which is, come to that one. Which that is really well. helpful because it, it's all stuff you should that you kind of know, but just sort of cementing it and like, yeah, boundaries for a long time weren't really there at all. Mm-hmm. So um I've got better at that in terms of, you know, not, you know, over the weekend responding straight away to everyone because I want the customer service to be impeccable. Um yeah. and then that people can wait, you know. A day or two like nothing is going to happen you know it's all okay um yeah so again a slightly garbled long-winded answer no not at all I liked as well what you said earlier or the indication you gave is what you do what you put on what you arrange what you organize is the stuff that you like and I Mm. think that's a really key thing isn't it because if you're running your own business it's bloody hard work there is no getting away from the fact it is hard work and it eats into family time social time free time your energy so it has to be something you are passionately in love Mm. with because if yeah. you're not, you're just not going to have the energy to maintain it. So I love yeah, exactly. how you talked about earlier, the things you do, the things you put on are the things that you would want to yeah. do. And I think that's probably why I haven't quite got around to doing a lot of the other things I kind of, in my mind, I think I should do. And yeah. I think I can do, but first and foremost, you know, why not do the things that 
I think, well, if I like it, surely some other people must as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> Absolutely. And it seems to be working so far. Um, yeah. Well, I think anyone listening will be thinking that yoga and wine is a good combination. <laughs> I mean, or, or quiz nights and pizza. That's a good combination. Exactly. Oh, Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, or so chatting cool. and meeting people and you know, eating delicious pastries. Absolutely. I, I can't see anything wrong with that, quite frankly. <laughs> What's next for Well and Good, do you think? Where do you do you have any sort of giddy heights that you want to get to or any little new tweaks that you're thinking about? Well, uh, I'll probably be I'm meeting uh, Shelley on Wednesday, so I'll probably be talking, talking about this with her. Um, <laughs> and I, th- I think, again, this is one of those things where I never really, well, Anna and I, when we set it up, we, we never really had, you know, a five-year plan or a 10-year plan. It's very much sort of see how it goes you know probably quite naively um and it's only really been in the last year or so I've been like okay we probably should have some kind of plan Um, (laughs) we're still around let's plan it now (laughs) exactly right um and I'm always torn between you know just wanting like I'm very happy for this to be like you know sort of blue sky thinking and just you know thinking thinking big you'll be like it would be great to have another well and good somewhere um I don't know whether that's is something that would actually bring me a huge amount of joy more than I'm getting at the moment. I'm very happy for this to be part of my life. You know, it works for me in my life stage right now. Um, yeah. And I like the fact that it's my community. I live here. Um, and so I'm, I'm quite happy with that. I think, um, yeah, so that that hasn't really answered your question I think more of what we're doing I think we're thinking about so when we actually first started we did a retreat which was which was lovely um mm-hmm. we did a, a two-night retreat uh, was it two nights no three nights um which was amazing and again it was basically summing up all the things we like to do there was yoga there were bar classes there was a uh, gin cocktail making um there was yeah, yeah it, it was great um but obviously COVID happened and we haven't done one since so that's I'm hoping will be in the pipeline at some point um because we'd love to have a little well and good retreat uh full of all things good um and I think sort of solidifying a lot of what we're doing at the moment because as I said it has a lot been a lot of like let's do this let's do that and I really want to hone down on sounds really boring but like how processes are running and just getting everything sort of the foundation sort of really well set so that then we can go on to and and getting a bit more help and I think that's it because there's only so much I can do. And I've got to a stage now where, you know, I'm, uh, yeah, there's only, there's only so many hours in the day. Um, so it's looking potentially at what that might look like in terms of, you know, if I, we do want to grow, um, yeah, how that might look, um, working with different people. Um, yeah, but I'd love to continue the, like I say, community really is at the, the heart of everything. So just looking at different ways to do that. So doing another sort of networking for everyone. So bringing men into the fold as well. We'll let them in Absolutely. this time. Bless <laughs> them. Uh, bless them. <laughs> They're all right, really. Um, <laughs> That's so exciting though. That's yeah. the, one of the best things about running your own business is you're in charge of what you decide to do, aren't you? So that, yeah. that's what I it's, love. And the fact you can be innovative and a bit experimental and try something. And if it doesn't work, you just don't have to do it again. Yeah. You know, it's not boundaries of um sort of huge amounts of red tape and yes exactly it's that your go through it's yeah yeah and I think that's the the best thing about it and I I'd never really thought about running my own business before um I'd always just yeah work for companies and I thought that's that's what I did um yeah. so yeah not having to answer to anyone is the best thing ever and just being able to 
do whatever I like. I mean, you know, you know, not helping me make millions at the moment, but you know, one day, one day getting there. Um, but just having that that freedom um, is incredible, and to do things that genuinely excite me and that I want to do, and that you know, like I was. I was here at an event on Friday night and I was here at an event on Sunday morning and yeah, it's quite a lot, but I love it. And, you know, then I, my kids came to meet me here and we went to the food market in Godalming and it, it sort of fits into um, our life really well at the moment for the most part. <laughs> um, you know, well, yeah, there's always that sort of, you know, balancing yeah. bit, isn't there? But then... yeah, exactly. And another week I'll probably be saying something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are such a great advocate for do what you love and love what you do you, mm. you really you get that sense of energy from you and the joy and and it's what's beautiful about that is that's not just radiated from you as a person that's what you experience when you walk into well and good oh. it's it feels like the beating heart of a community it feels like there is a lovely energy and vibe and it's just such a warm place to be I think oh, thank you that's yeah. that's really lovely to hear because that's yeah that's really what all that I want um and it, it's tricky you know some weeks you know there are loads of people in here other weeks are quieter and that's that's the nature of business and it's it's taking me a while to be like okay things are quieter at the moment that's okay okay you know, it's generally than- always <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everyone hates me and it's gonna fail yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, been there, not, done that. <laughs> not to be totally dramatic about it, but um, but yeah, and again, it is that thing of like not taking it personally. It's like people aren't, you know, not coming to co-op that day because they don't like you. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's slightly narcissistic in a way, isn't it? It's like no one's thinking about you that much. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so it's it's really interesting, and just you know, it's we're still relatively new, so it's taken time to see those ebbs and flows of the seasons, even like you know, for us knowing that. December is a really quiet month and you know January everyone is a cliche and comes back to do exercise classes in January and that's a great month for us and (laughs) yeah so it's you know we've only really been in this current guise sort of covid free for for sort of two years um so we're still really when you think about covid and the impact that could have had yeah in some ways it will have been partly not uh, it would have been a huge benefit because people do work at home and they do yeah. have space to come to and that yeah that opportunity to see a gap around the need for co-working in a place that isn't just your house I think is yeah. huge it's a real yeah. service to provide for people I think so and it's you know it's still changing now I think and we're you know every day we're trying to find some kind of rhyme or reason but you know people are going back to London more they're commuting back to London for more days a week so um when we first set up we had a lot of members who would be here sort of three four five days a week mm-hmm. we're seeing less of that now we're seeing more people in fewer days so I think yeah. people will come sort of one day a week and they'll commute to London one or two days a week be at home a couple of days so even that is still kind of in flux um yeah. so it's going to be interesting to see where it goes um, it will be in the next year or so so watch this space yes, for sure exactly definitely. exactly so I'm going to ask you the question that I always ask everyone. Mm-hmm. So Charlie, what advice would you give your 21 year <laughs> So much, so much. <laughs> I knew nothing. Um, would you listen? That's the first question, I guess. Oh, would you listen to your advice? Maybe because I am an inherent people pleaser. So I'd be like, <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> um, I think one would be to ask more questions. Mm-hmm. I think that sort of, it, it held me back quite a lot I was always 
I always wanted to be seen to be know, knowing what I was doing. Um, so I had that fear of asking questions, but, you know, that fear of being found out, you know, that imposter syndrome. Um, yeah. So definitely, you know, going into work, I remember my first job. I, don't, I, just, I just thought, well, I should know how to do this. It's like, well, hang on, you've never done it before. Um, and you don't know what you don't know. So, yeah, just keep asking questions and be curious. And, you know, you're not expected to know everything. It's okay to, to learn. Um, yeah, and al- along with that, you know, don't worry so much about what people think. doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Um, you spend so much time, you know, worrying about what might be or what they might be thinking about you. Generally, they're not. So, yeah, so, sad, sad but true. Chill out. Yeah, <laughs> and then on the other side, probably just just do more stuff. Go traveling more. I like that's one thing. My husband and I always say we wish we'd gone traveling more before before we had kids. So you, I did a bit, um, you know, before uni, and you know, just went on holidays. But yeah, now we're sort of really craving that sort of seeing the world a bit more. And I think we'll have to wait a few more years um, for you know the girls to be a bit older and. Yeah. To, Start get a bit more money as well so yeah. <laughs> if people yeah, could come right. from well and good so I can yeah. afford to go on holiday more that'd be lovely thanks exactly now that <laughs> that is a good vision isn't it my yeah. vision of my business is to enable going on the mood board on <laughs> now why not why um not? yeah so just those are yeah great. I think that's it I think yeah but the, the biggie is just sort of you're not expected to know everything ask more questions be more curious I think that's so good that ask more questions thing because we do we we really worry about if we ask the question we're going to look silly but the chances are if you're thinking it you're not the only one thinking it yeah yeah exactly reluctant to ask questions for because of what people might think of us. yes and there was always those times I remember like at work it would be in a meeting or something someone would ask a question I'd be like oh so glad they asked that because I was thinking exactly that and no one thought they were silly. They'd be like, yeah. good question. Yeah, exactly. So glad you um, asked. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, that'll be a big one. Good. And we'll have to talk holidays next time I'm in. We'll yes. A little bit of conversation because I'm thinking about where I might take the boys. So we're, we're exploring that at the moment. Um, we've settled on either Spain, the Galapagos or Canada. We're not okay. sure. Okay. <laughs> These are all ideas from Quite the varied. Yes, exactly. I don't think we have a clue. We know there has to be a beach, a pool, and we're not doing much when we're there. Sounds glorious. Can I yeah. come? Absolutely. <laughs> Anytime. So, Charlie, I am certain that people are listening thinking, I wish I lived near Godalming, or <laughs> I do live near Godalming. How the hell do I get there? So, where would they find you, Charlie? Where are you on the high street? So, we're, we're number one high street, yeah. which is a great address. Um, we are we're kind of on the on the corner with a Waitrose end. But if you walk up the high street from Waitrose, um, you will get to us on the left hand side. So we have a, a lovely view of Greg's Greg's the Baker's uh, opposite, uh, and opposite a, uh, a pub called the Sun, two doors down from the uh, from the post office. Perfect. And there's always Glamorous. a springboard outside that makes you want there to get is. over and have a look. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. we. And we're very, we're very friendly. So uh, yeah, our door is open. I think that's, you know, a lot of co-working spaces have sort of keypads and things, but because um, yeah, I'm always here or someone <laughs> is always here, um, you know, people can walk in and have a chat, ask questions. And that's, you know, we really want to encourage that more. So we that's want how to I be... find you, I think. You were closing up and I stuck my head around the corner yeah. and you said, it's lovely. <laughs> and how would they find you on the the liminal space? Where are you on the web? What's the so so we are our uh, web address is um, bewellgood.co.uk and that is also our Instagram handle um, bewellgood.co.uk. Um, 
Yes, which a lot of people think we're called Be Well Good, which you can see why we didn't think that one through. <laughs> um, we're actually called Well and Good, um, but we thought we were being quite funny when we uh, chose Be Well Good. Well, you are well good. So <laughs> thank you. Know, you. It's, thank it's you very much. Works. It all works. Yes. So, so yeah, I will the... make sure I put those in the show notes, Charlie. Thank so you. That'd be amazing. No, not at all. Good stuff. And what are your next events coming up? That's so, really telling you. I've talk. got a board here, yeah. actually. Bear with me. Ten, no. Two seconds. I'm just going to grab it. Yeah. Say there. Shoot. So Charlie has some amazing events um, that they put on. We've talked about the Power Ballad Yoga. We've talked about the quiz nights. And Charlie is going to fill you in on what's coming up. In So sorry, future. keeping you waiting. No. no. <laughs> um, so this month in July, we have uh, a new one, Pod Club. So we have... Um, couple of people, Kev and Jules, who are running a podcast club. So you can listen to a podcast, come and have a chat about it. A bit like a book club, but for podcasts. Then we actually have a book club uh, on the 13th of July, which is free and open to everyone. On the 20th, we have our next Coffee and Connection, which very excited about. We've got a lovely um, lady called Christina who's coming in to talk about. Uh, she runs a marketing agency called Kind Regards Marketing. She's going to be talking about content and how not to get overwhelmed by content. Then we've got a breath workshop on the 23rd of July. Yes, that looks amazing. I can't yes. make that one either. You have to run that twice, I'm afraid. Yes, so I'm <laughs> hopefully going to go to that one. Um, and then we've got our, oh, our summer social on the 28th. So that's open to all. We'll be opening up the bar um, from 7.30, our big summer social. And then we have a beginner's yoga workshop on the 30th. Amazing. So and lots all of those things month. are on the website, aren't they? There's a all on the website. all the events. So yes. follow along and come to what Exactly. Amazing. Yes. Charlie, thank you so much for your time. It's been such a joy talking to you. And thank I can't you. It's been lovely. space again. It feels like ages since I was yes. there. Too long, too long. Come and see us. <laughs> thank you so much. It's lovely. Thank you so much, Jane. Oh. See, I told you it'd be a lovely conversation. Charlie is so great at what she does. And if you are anywhere near Godalming, I really encourage you to go to Well and Good and really immerse yourself in the community and the classes that are available. I promise you, you won't regret it. Until next time, take really good care and I will speak to you soon. If you enjoyed this podcast from Inside the Hive by Quiet the Hive, then please leave us a five-star rating or drop us any comments in the box below. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Any comments or ratings you give us all help other people who would benefit from the content to find us. Thanks so much.